0: I'm a local loan officer in West Palm Beach, Florida. I've been in the mortgage industry for the last eight years. I've worked in the industry throughout the country. I've closed over a thousand loans during my career, though so I've seen it all. I'm on a mission to make mortgages both entertaining and educational. Welcome to Lending with Leah. This is the podcast for anyone thinking of potentially owning, in the process of buying, or even owns their own home. We're back to magical. I feel like we've kind of been using the scary button here recently. So today, though, I feel like this is a very magical episode because we're going to be talking about down payment assistance. This is always a huge topic. I think especially right now in the current market, it's an even bigger topic of interest. So we are going to deep dive into down payment assistance. But before I do that, I'm actually gonna kinda, we're gonna bring it back and we're gonna loop in some of our previous episodes. So if you have been consistently listening to the show, now that we have quite a few episodes built up, it's really cool, I can actually go back and kind of reference some of these other episodes and information that really ties into what we're talking about today. So the two that I really wanna touch back on is one, housing affordability. If you didn't see it, we did an episode on housing affordability fears, how to overcome them, uh, different ways to kind of get creative in this market. And in that episode, one of the, one of the things I don't think I really touched on was down payment assistance. So we're going to do that today, but a couple little stats for you guys to really talk about home affordability. And I... Little disclaimer, I'm going to apologize to anyone listening today, because I know not everyone that listens to the show is here in Florida. Um, A good chunk of today, I am gonna be a little more region specific to Florida. However, there are gonna be some things that I talk about that are nationally, but just wanted to put that little disclaimer out. I'm, for most of it, not going to be talking about the country as a whole but rather the Florida area. So Zillow, I know, not a big fan of Zillow. However, uh, not talking about just Zillow in particular, but we are going to be talking about the Zillow Home Value Index. This is one of the few different, mm, I want to say statistics or measurements or data groupings, however, whatever you want to call it. That's out there to kind of help track, uh, home values. So I used this one last night while putting this together for you guys. So I can actually kind of spit out some data, some numbers, it's going to vary probably a little bit, you know, per each type of report, but at least for this one, they're going to be fairly close to one another but according to the Zillow home value index, home values in Florida in the last three years, so I'm talking April, 2020 to April, 2023 have gone up almost 52%. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot. So what are, what are those numbers? Okay. So in April, 2020, The Zillow Home Value Index for Florida had homes listed at 253,603. And April 2023, so just three years later, that number has now jumped to 385,157. That's a big jump. It's a big jump in home prices over a very short period of time just like what I talked about in the, uh, housing affordability episode is that I get it and it makes sense why that's a concern for people. Um, you know, personal story here. So I was talking to a client the other day and you know, we've been going back and forth on numbers and she told me and she goes, wow. I really was not prepared for this. I didn't realize what the true cost of the home was. And I didn't realize that if I only wanted to pay this, I could only afford this. And she's like, it's really eye-opening and it's really sad, you know? So kind of what she's been looking for is we're looking at, um, you know, just to kind of put it in perspective, if they wanted to stay around a $2,000 a month payment, all in, the whole hoopla, it's your principal, your interest, taxes, homeowners insurance, mortgage insurance, if you're not putting 20% down, and HOA dues, to stay around a $2,000 a month payment for a condo, she would need to be looking at condos that are about 180 dollars to $200,000 max with HOA dues at about 400 a month. I don't know if any of you guys have been to Palm Beach County. It's really hard to find and what's out there is not that pretty. I get it. You know, and that's what she was saying too. She's like, I don't understand how anyone can afford these home prices. I don't get it. Rents going up like So I understand. It housing affordability is a real thing. And we're not talking just the monthly payment, right? That, that's that gone up. But also as your home values go up, guess what? Your down payment size goes up. Your funds to close go up as well. So what you needed for, you know, let's say FHA 3.5% down three years ago, right? For a, Let's round for easy math sake, for a $250,000 home, That's a lot less money than three and a half percent on a $385,000 home. So now people are having to spend more, not just monthly, but also out of pocket. So what about these people that have been saving, 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 and now the home prices have skyrocketed and they, they don't have the savings anymore to be able to buy? That's where down payment assistance can come into play. The other previous episode, I'm going to like tie back in here, uh, released it, I think, either at the end of last year or start of this year was on the shifting market. Now, real estate, the mortgage market, it's a roller coaster. So it does this, it goes up, down, up, down, up, down. But I think, especially over the last three years and I've been in the industry for almost a decade now, so I have seen its up and downs, but the last three years has been a bit of a whipsaw coaster, (laughs) in my opinion, there's been an incredible amount of change in a very short period of time. So kind of walking you guys through a very condensed version of the past three years, 2020 COVID hits, the lockdowns hit what happens? So for a short period of time, pretty much all real estate purchases kind of stopped for the most part, right? Because we were on lockdowns. No one one knew what to do yet. You couldn't show homes. So there was a little period of time there where everything just kind of went on a halt. Some of the things we saw in the lending landscape during this period of time guidelines tightened credit requirements tightened what does this mean because you guys might not know well, well what does it mean when guidelines tighten what does it mean when credit tightens so when guidelines and credit tighten let's just say for example you know back in early 2020 even even towards the end of 2020 fha Right, you can do a, go as low as a 580 credit score and do 3.5% down. Well, all these lenders came out and said, well, we're not, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna go that low. We're not gonna go below 640. So they put overlays on top of the guidelines. And, and even the agencies added additional COVID guidelines that made it much more challenging for people to get homes. So people who didn't have stellar credit, people who didn't have large down payments could not get homes because the guidelines and the credit tightened and it, it shrank and there wasn't as much flexibility. There was also, I remember the day, thank goodness it wasn't uh, me, but we were sitting in the office, we got a email from corporate that said, if you have any of these types of loans, and these were all your non, they were all like non QM loans. If you've heard in other episodes, non QM is a non qualified mortgage in between world between hard money and your government backed mortgages, like your Fannie Freddie conventional loans, FHA VA. And I pretty much came out and said, if you have not funded, meaning, like, if you're clear to close still, all that, but your loan has not funded yet, done. Done. Like, could you imagine that? You're under contract for a home. you Like, you've gone through the whole process. You're clear to close. You're a day away from closing. And you get a call that says, sorry, can't do it anymore. We're not going to fund it. That's what happened in 2020. Now, later as the year went on, so at this point in time, this is when the Fed really stepped into play because the market was going haywire. I mean, interest rates would be three and a half one day and then they'd be five the next day and then four the next day. It was crazy. Like, I mean, we were whipsawed all over the place. And to try to bring a little bit of stability, the Fed came in and they said they were going to start purchasing billions of dollars in mortgage-backed securities. What did this do? This created that low interest rate market that everyone remembers, right? The days of the twos and the threes. It created that. Interest rate should not have been that low. I said that back then, I say it again today, they were artificially being kept low because the Fed was purchasing billions of dollars in mortgage-backed securities. And what this did, what it created in conjunction with COVID, right, and people migrating out of certain areas into other areas, especially into Florida in particular, other states as well, but Florida was a booming, booming state, is that it created a massive amount of demand, and the inventory was not there. So what did we see? We saw these tightened restrictions on guidelines, making it harder for some people to get a loan. Now the supply and demand's all out of whack, and people, you know, that's when you saw the bid over ask, and all these cash offers and sight unseen, and the market was just going crazy. And if it was pay to play. It was 100% pay to play. And if you didn't have the money, you were pretty much out of luck, unless you got really lucky. That was our market, probably I'd say end of 2020, through 2021, through about halfway of 2022. As a nation, we peaked in home prices in June of 2022. In Florida, we peaked in September, 2022, at least according to the Zillow Home Home Value Index, we peaked September, 2022. Because what happened? Interest rates started rising. Now, a lot of people think interest rates started rising because the Fed started raising the rates. That's not the case. Interest rates should have always been high because interest rates are more tied to inflation, more correlated with inflation than anything else. But because the Fed was purchasing these mortgage-backed securities, kept rates low. Well, what did they start doing at the beginning of 2022? They stopped purchasing mortgage-backed securities. And then partway through 2022, in addition to that, they started doing what's called balance sheet runoff. That's where instead of taking the money that they got when those mortgages would get paid off, they used to take that, reinvest it back. They stopped reinvesting it and they just let it fall off their balance sheet. So, what happened? Mortgage rates rose right to where they should have been the whole time. What did this do? Now, this caused the demand to slow down because not everyone could afford to get a home anymore right? Because now we got these incredible high home values and home prices mixed with these high interest rates. But what this did do is because it slowed demand, now we have seen it where people who maybe didn't have as much money, the guidelines have expanded back again. So these people that were essentially kind of thrown out of the market for a couple years now see an opportunity to be able to purchase. Now, don't get this wrong, we still technically are in a seller's market, and we do still have an incredibly low inventory. When interest rates do come back down someday, if we still have a low inventory, we are going to see another push where home values are going to be supported, supply and demand. If we really want to, there's a lot more to it, but if we want to get simple, That's it, supply and demand. And when rates are lower, that creates demand. And when the supply is not there, guess what? Home values go up. So right now, though, because of the market that we're in, because rates are a little bit higher and there's not as many people that can buy, it's a great opportunity where if you were on the sidelines before, now you can maybe do it. And now there's some incredible programs out there to help down payment assistance is an incredible tool. Uh, I've always said it, you know, is it for everyone? No. And we're going to touch base on that. Cause I'm really going to go in depth for you guys on a couple different programs. But if you have no other option to get into a home, it is a incredible tool. There is so much value in home ownership in so many different areas of your life, in wealth creation, in owning where you're living and having a fixed rate. You don't have to worry about rent going up. You don't have to worry about moving. You can do what you want to the property. There's so many things that home ownership provides. And if you have an opportunity, I think you should take it. And these programs are definitely giving people opportunities that maybe didn't have it before. Now that I've given my lecture on the market. Let's get into what you guys are really here for today, which is learning about those down payment assistance programs. The first one I'm going to touch on is a Florida program. So if you are listening, if you're not in Florida, I apologize. Uh, You know, each state tends to have their own down payment assistance programs. So if you're not in Florida, definitely look into what your state offers. But I'm gonna to touch on a program called Hometown Heroes. This down payment assistance program offered by FHFC, and it came out June of 2022. So, originally, this program was for our frontline workers, you know, kind of coming off the COVID crisis, right? Our frontline workers, our first responders, this was almost essentially a way to give back to them in home ownership. So there was a pretty big amount of occupations. I wanna say like 110 to 120 different occupations that fell under classified as first responders or our frontline workers. Now, really cool though, starting July 1st of 2023, this program is not going to be limited to just frontline workers this program is opening up to all Florida employees, full-time Florida employees. That is huge, huge. Like, I, I can't, it's just, it, that's incredible. This, to me, this is one of the best down payment, if not, yeah, definitely up there, if not the best tied with the best down payment assistance programs I've ever seen. So the fact that it's opening up to everyone is incredible. Now it is limited. So when this came out in June two thousand twenty-two, it only received a hundred million in funding. As of today, uh, I do pre-record my episodes a little bit ahead of time. So we are kind of towards the end of May. There was about ten million remaining in the fund. So you can see that fund pretty much depleted itself within a year. Now starting july 1st there is a additional 100 million that is going to be put into the program but hear what i'm saying frontline workers right we were limited on occupations and the fund pretty much went away in a year once this opens up to everyone my guess and i don't have a crystal ball but my guess is it's going to be gone in six months so if this is something you're interested in do not sit on the sidelines. Take advantage of it because I don't think it's going to be here for very long. Now, there is a lot of misinformation on the internet about Hometown Heroes. I know because I have actually gone and looked myself. The biggest like misconception that I read and see is a lot of these sites will say Hometown Heroes is a grant. It is not a grant. It is not free money. I tell all my clients this. I'm telling you guys this. Understand it. It's an incredible tool, but understand what you are getting into. It is a second lien, which just means a second mortgage, not a grant. How much is it? You get 5% of your total loan amount. Let me repeat that. 5% 5% of your total loan amount, not 5% of your purchase price. Okay, now that that is clear, uh, there is a maximum. So currently that maximum is 25000 You can't get more than that. However, starting July 1st, one of the other added pieces is that the maximum is going to be going from 25000 up to 35000 that's huge. $35,000. Could you imagine getting $35,000 to help towards your down payment and closing costs? Huge. Now, this program is allowable for FHA, VA, USDA, and conventional, both Fannie and Freddie. So that's awesome, right? You're not going to be pigeonholed into one specific type of loan. You know, like, We've done episode, I did just finish a series not too long ago where I kind of deep dived into FHA, VA and conventional loans, right? So one of the things I talked about was condos. Most condos require a conventional loan. So if you want to purchase a condo, you can still take advantage of Hometown Heroes. It is not a government loan only. Now there are income limits. You cannot make above a certain amount of money. But they're very reasonable, you guys. So it's not like one of those down payment assistance programs where you can only make 30, forty thousand a year, and that's it. It is, and it does vary by county in Florida. So each county is going to have a different income limit. But I believe when I was checking it last night, all of them are all of them are in the six figures. So they kind of range in that low six figure, uh, about a hundred thousand up to maybe 130, 140,000 in that range, but they're very reasonable. But I do have to say if, you know, if you make a lot of money, unfortunately, Hometown Heroes is not the loan for you. I'm sorry, Um, but it is very reasonable. Now, one of the other big qualifications and kickers with this program is it is first time home buyer only. What does that mean? Let's actually like break down with the definition of a first time homebuyer because that might surprise you. First time homebuyer is someone who has not had ownership interest in a primary residence within the last three years. So maybe you bought before you sold your home and now you've been renting for three years. That makes you a first time home buyer again. You know, so pay attention to those things uh, one really cool thing about this program though, is that if you are using the VA loan, right? So you're a veteran, you're active duty military, you do not have to be a first time home buyer. So you can actually be a repeat buyer and use the VA loan and do hometown heroes. It is, I love VA loans. You gotta go back and listen to my episode on VA loans because you can do so many things with those types of loans. It's absolutely incredible and people don't know. So definitely if I've got any vets listening, if I have any active duty military listed, like listening, you can do this and you don't have to be first time. There are set interest rates on this program. So those rates come out every day. They're always listed and posted. It's one set rate. You can't buy it down. You can't take a higher, like, That's it. One set rate for the type of program that you're going with. So just keep that in mind, right? Like if you have an 800 credit score, your rate's going to be the same as the person with the 640 credit score if you're doing the same program. You know, so just keep that in mind. But the rates are very reasonable, you know, especially for the government ones, your FHA, VA, USDA. I find that those rates tend to be right at, or maybe even a little bit below, kind of the market average. Speaking of credit scores, there are minimum credit score requirements for this loan. 640 minimum, unless you are buying a manufactured home, then 660, keep that in mind. There's also going to be a maximum debt to income ratio. What is a debt to income ratio? Debt to income ratio is going to be the monthly payment of the home. You are purchasing, right? The whole hoopla, everything included, plus the minimum monthly payments on all your debts divided by your qualifying income. Notice I use the term qualifying income and not your actual income, not your gross income, not your net income. I say qualifying income. Why? because just because you make a certain amount doesn't mean you get to use it all for your mortgage. Make sure to have your loan officer actually do your income calculation so you know what your qualifying income is. That debt to income ratio cannot go above 50%. You cannot get cash back at closing. So this is something I've actually seen this happen on a couple of my VA clients who we've done hometown heroes for because VA is hundred percent financed that 5%. I mean, covers all the closing costs and usually more, but they can't get cash back. So how do we make sure you get advantage of that full 5%? Well, we lower your loan amount. So we essentially kind of create a down payment. You get a lower loan amount lower monthly payment, and we play with it to where you're just not getting any cash back at closing, but you get to take advantage of that lower loan amount and that lower monthly payment. There are no restrictions on where you can buy your home in Florida. This is a big deal. There's a few programs out there, one in particular, I get asked about a lot by a big bank. People will send it to me all the time. Uh, It's an incredible program, except they tell you where you can buy your home. There's specific areas you can buy in, and that's it. You don't get the freedom to buy wherever you want to. Hometown Heroes gives you the freedom to buy wherever you want to, which is exactly what you should have. You should not be restricted to a specific area because of the type of loan you are doing. It doesn't matter what type of loan you're doing. You should be able to buy wherever you want to buy. As long as you meet the qualifications of the loan, it shouldn't matter. That's one of the things I love about this program. One of the other things with it, so I'm going to kind of loop back around to how I touched on this being a second lien. It is not a grant. It is not forgivable. What does that mean? That means... If you sell the home, refinance the mortgage, or you convert it from a primary home into an investment property, you then have to pay that second lien back. Or if you just, you know, uh, finish your mortgage in 30 years, you do have to pay that second lien back. It's not as scary as it seems. There's no monthly payment. There's no interest on it. It just stays the same. So if you're getting $10,000, it just stays as $10,000. Most of you guys, this is not going to be your, your forever home. You're going to sell it and you're going to move. Maybe you refinance it. Well, that 10,000, the simple or that second lien, whatever that amount is, just add that to the balance of your principal mortgage. And that's how much your mortgage payoff would be. It's not as scary as it might seem to be, Um, you know, but I do like to let people know that again, it's important that you are aware and you understand the product that you are getting into. And next, I'm going to talk on one other program. This one is open for other states. So if you're listening and you are not in Florida, you still might be able to take advantage of this particular program. So this is called the Movement Boost. Uh, The company that is doing this program is Movement Mortgage. Great, fantastic company, I've worked for them before. They do incredible things in the community Uh, and this program is no joke on that. Um, I think it adds a lot of value to the community. It is a FHA product. Now they have two, it's also a second lien. So like Hometown Heroes, it's a second lien. It's not forgivable. It does work a little different than Hometown Heroes, so I'll touch on that in a moment. But there's two options. There's the movement boost, 3.5%, or there's the movement boost, 5%. That percent tells you how much of a second lien you're getting or how much assistance. So FHA, if you all recall, it's 3.5% down. So if you do the movement boost three and a half well that covers your whole down payment and then you're just responsible for your closing costs but if you do the movement boost five percent that covers your three and a half percent down payment and now you have an additional one and a half percent to use towards your closing costs that's awesome that's huge now this second lien because like i said it's not forgivable either So it is a 10-year fixed mortgage, second lien, second mortgage. It does have a monthly payment. The interest rate is going to be 2% higher than whatever the interest rate is on your first mortgage. So let's say on your first mortgage, your interest rate is 6.5%. On your second lien, it would be 8.5%. Unlike hometown heroes, where it's got one set interest rate, the boost program has a whole spread of interest rates, right? So if you've got a better credit score, if you worked really hard on that, you're going to get a a better rate, right? If you have an 800 versus someone with a 620. So this is a great program where if you do and have those things, you've worked hard for those things, you do get a, a benefit. You know for that on this program and speaking of credit score the cool thing about this one um, compared to hometown heroes is that the minimum credit score requirements are lower 620 is the minimum for this program 640 for a manufactured home if you're wondering why manufactured homes have higher credit score requirements I did an episode on financing different types of properties, and I talk about that. So if you wanna learn more about why manufactured homes are more, go check out that episode. That's where I really go into detail about that. But the maximum debt to income ratio on this program, 50%, unless, drum roll, you have a 680 credit score, then you can go up to 55% debt-to-income ratio if the underwriting system runs as an approval at that price point. That's pretty huge. So if you guys have listened to some of my episodes, the FHA one, I do talk about how in some cases it doesn't cap you out at 50% debt-to-income ratio. You can go up to 56 point. 99. Now you can't go that high for this, but you can still go up to 55. So this means this program allows you to potentially qualify for more. Now there are income limits as well, just like hometown heroes, but still incredibly reasonable. The income limits are going to be 160% of your Aryan median income. You can look that up yourself. You can have your loan officer look that up. But when you find out what 100% of your area and median income is, just times that by 1.6, and that will tell you what the income limit is. Now, a couple little nuances with this program that Hometown Heroes doesn't have is we are going to verify a 12-month housing payment, whether that's rent or a mortgage. We're going to make sure that within the last 12 months, you have made all your housing payments on time, and we're going to verify the amount because there is a payment shock factor in this one. That's right. When it comes to a mortgage, there's all kinds of little nuances. That's why I'm here, because there's so much information out there that you guys just don't, you don't know about. Um, and I want to give you guys a little bit of a peek behind the curtain as to all the different things that come into play. So again, so you can educate yourselves, you can make the best decision for yourself. Maybe you can teach some of these loan officers out there a thing or two payment shock. What is that? A payment shock is where we look at what you're currently paying for your housing, right? Rent, mortgage, whatever it is and then what's the new payment on the home you want to purchase what is that difference right so you have in this program there's it's limited at a 200% payment shock that means whatever you're currently paying for your housing the new mortgage cannot exceed 200% of what you're currently paying If it does, you may still be able to do the program, but there are going to be limitations on your debt to income ratio. If you are currently living rent-free, right? There are tons, I saw a survey not too long ago about the reasons why people move back in with mom and dad. And one of the biggest reasons is to save money. But in this case, like for this particular program, if you are living rent-free with mom and dad, there are going to be additional debt-to-income restrictions for this program. You won't be able to qualify for as much as someone who's currently paying rent or currently paying a mortgage, you know, so just keep keep that in mind too that in some cases, you know, not even just for this program, but for mortgages in general, payment shock is something that can sometimes be looked at. Now, one of my favorite parts about this program is that you do not have to be a first-time homebuyer. That's a big thing. Most down payment assistance programs are going to be limited to first-time homebuyers only. So the fact that there's a program out there that's not first-time homebuyer only, you can be a repeat buyer, you can get assistance to get into a home, This is huge because you know what, everyone, everyone deserves to have a home or to have the opportunity to be able to purchase a home. Everyone. And this program I feel like really helps with that, right? Like, yes, you still have to qualify. Yes, there are still limitations, but to not have to be a first-time home buyer, this opens up so many opportunities for people I'm really excited about that on this one a little bit different than hometown heroes on hometown heroes I said you know you can't get cash back on this one you can get your verified earnest money deposit back so that's pretty cool you know you you can get that back essentially you can like, if you get seller credits to help cover the little bit remaining it's almost like getting a home for next to nothing <laughs> You might, you know, still have your appraisal fee. You might still have home inspections. uh, But that's pretty incredible. You you know, you can essentially get into a home for very limited to potentially no money down. Now, if the first lien or your first mortgage gets refinanced, you do have to pay that second off if it's not already paid off. Because remember, like I said, this is a 10-year fixed with the monthly payment so unlike hometown heroes where it's zero percent no monthly payment this one does if you sell the home you refinance the mortgage you do have to pay that second off if it's not already paid off keep that in mind Uh, we do take that payment into account when we are qualifying you for the program you know so that's that's a good thing too we're going to make sure you can withstand and hold the full payment. But those are kind of really the big insights into the program. You know, at the end of the day, if you have more questions, if you're unsure, if you want to see what you're qualified for, reach out to me, reach out to your other loan officer. Like it doesn't have to just be me, but reach out to someone you trust, reach out to someone who knows these products because there's there is a lot of lenders out there that don't know these products very well and you may get misinformation so just do your research pick someone you trust you're comfortable with that really knows and understands these products so they can really help guide you you know a couple reasons why if you can if it makes sense right cuz Look, you guys, sometimes it's not the right time to buy a home. You know, I know I'm in this this business, right? So I do make money if you buy a home. So sometimes people think, oh, you're, well, of course you're going to tell me it's a great time to buy a home. I do think it's a great time to buy a home if it makes sense for you. It does not always make sense for each individual. Even if I think as a whole it's a great time to buy it may not be a great time to buy for you, or you may not be able to buy right now. So if it if it makes sense for you, because one of the things we're seeing right now is that home values are on the rise again. So on many different reports, um, there's Case-Shiller, which is the kind of the golden standard for home appreciation, has showed. Home values going up again over the last couple months. Uh, I wanna say it's the FHFA uh, Home Price Index has also showed home values going up again here in the last couple months. And then the one I looked at yesterday, the Zillow Home Value Index for Florida, let's specify that, um, is also going up. So it peaked in September 2022 with home values at 390,101. We hit the bottom, home values did come down a little bit, February 2023 with 384,751. That was our bottom. Home prices went down a whopping 1.37%. Ooh, not that much, but guess what? Since February, March and April, you know, and we'll get the May figure here uh, probably in a couple weeks, have actually showed an increase again in home values. So for April, said it earlier in the episode, but 385,157. When interest rates come down again, because they do this up and down, up and down, we are going to be adding more demand back into the market. Even still, homes are not sitting on the market for as long any, uh, for as long anymore. They're sitting for a shorter period of time. There is a little bit of an increase in people bidding over ask or bid over list, list price. Take advantage if you need down payment assistance or even if you want down payment assistance, because sometimes that's it too. right? Sometimes you might have the money, but you don't want to spend all your money and you want to do this. Great. Do it now, if it makes sense for you. Because I'm telling you, if we get, if, if, again, I don't have a crystal ball, but if we get back into a market where there's low inventory and high demand, home prices are going to go up. You're going to see another pay to play. And I don't like that. (laughs) I love my first time home buyers. I love Uh, my buyer I love all my buyers but the buyers too that you know didn't think they could buy a home and then they get to buy a home right like those are the ones so near and dear to my heart and if you guys can like there's programs out there take advantage of it you know at least figure out where you're at talk to your loan officer you know get a good sense of where you're at you know if you're not there yet figure out how to get there right because again July 1st, that Hometown Heroes program starts and there's limited funds. So get get out there, educate yourselves. You know, uh, it's easy to say, don't be afraid, but you're probably going to be afraid, but do it in spite of the fear, right? Just do it. You, you will be so happy you did. And again, I repeat, if it's the right time for you. If it's not the right time for you, it's not the right time for you. And that's okay too. So thank you guys all for listening. You know, I really love, um, you know, the support and the community that we're creating here. Um, If there's always, if there's any topics you really want to learn more about, you want me to teach more on, if there's guests that you really like that you want me to bring back, just let me know. You can DM me on all the socials, Lending with Leah, Leah is L-E-A-H. Um, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, and then there is also a email, lendingwithlea at gmail.com. So if you guys want to reach out to me there, you are more than welcome to. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode, and I will see you guys again next week. <laughs>